Hello everyone, welcome to God's Internet Church Podcast, episode number three. Again, I'd like to say my name is Pastor Ron Reaver. I am your host, and I've been posting this on Facebook and other um, platforms that the old platform was letting me post on. Um, it's been God's Internet Church Podcast reborn we're on a new platform trying a new platform and it's been working a little bit better um so this is episode number three even though we're like in the 50s so hope that regular podcast people that are usually listen to me are listening and i think you are because we are getting a response um so, today's podcast, we're going to be talking about the Bible study on building trust in infancy <coughs> and communication. Excuse me for my coughing and my allergies are acting up. Then we're going to go into our prayer request segment and pray for my dad so far. That's the only one I have on the list so far unless something comes in to the office while I... Um, while we're doing the podcast uh, then we're going to be doing God teaches in a different way and the story I'm going to read is called A Message in Song and then we'll close up for um, for that so let's go to God in prayer and then we'll go to the Bible study Dear Heavenly Father, we ask you right now to lift your, we ask you right now to be with us in a very special way with this podcast. I ask you to anoint these lips and let clay and let them be the words that you want me to say, Lord, not what I want. We just ask you to move by your spirit in things that are going on in, in this world. Help us learn to be watched. And love you and watch you what you're going to do new in our world. And let this broadcast help touch the people of the world that needs you. Christian and non-Christian. Help people come to you to be saved and help Christians come to you to be worked on and be the best Christians they can be. We ask you all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, if you got your Bibles, which I hope you do, because us preachers like people to keep us honest. And we're going to look at the book of Proverbs, chapter 15. The book of Proverbs, chapter 15. And we're going to look at verse 23. Proverbs 15, 23. And it says, A man has joy by the answer of his mouth. And a word spoken in due season, how good it is. So, what is this telling us? Basically, if you want a healthy, healthy, healthy relationship with people around you and with God, you got to learn to speak not negative words. And I'm going to share with you three thoughts on this alright and we'll probably will go to the Bible to do this 
to help us build trust and impotency, impotency in communication. So the first one we're going to go to is the book of Psalms. That's just right before Proverbs. The book of Psalms, chapter 139. The book of Psalms, chapter 139. And we're going to look at verse 14. The book of Psalms. Chapter 139, and we're going to look at verse 14. And it says, I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that thy soul knoweth right as well. Now the first thought that we're going to learn today from that verse is this. Reading deeply and stretch before speaking when you handle a stressful situation. Remain calm is essential. Stress generates up, 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 up tightness. Leads to anger. Anger shuts down your ability to get your point across. So what we got to learn to do is instead of letting that stress come in. We got to believe that we're fearfully, wonderfully made and start living that. In other words, when you start to get stressed, you got to remember that you're a child of God and He made you. And He made you the most beautiful person that you can be. And He wants you to show that. And He wants you to control your anger. But you got to remember that you're beautifully and wonderfully made to do this. You might be saying, well, Pastor Ron, what are you talking about? i got to control my anger. People made me mad. i got to get it out or it's going to hurt my ulcer. Or it's going to hurt my anxieties. Or I'm going to build up where I'm going to have to go to a psychologist. Well, let me tell you something, saints. If you don't let anger enter into you in the first place... You wouldn't get anger. If you wouldn't let anger build up into you, it wouldn't build up into you where you have to go to a psychologist. And so on. If you do this technique, you're going to find out that you'll be able to handle what comes your way. It says anger shuts down your ability to control your thoughts. Okay, think about that. Your ability to control yourself. Because let me tell you, once you get mad, you say things that you really shouldn't want to be said. And then you feel guilty for it, you hurt people. And you know, I got a good marriage, but sometimes me and my wife get in arguments. And sometimes we say things that we really didn't want to say, but we didn't think about it because we didn't contrive to control our anger or our stress. It's better in our lives to try to control talk than yell talk. If that means trying to adjust your neck, that means trying to count to ten, if that means letting God focus on how wonderful and purposely you are made, that you can do these things, that you've got to tap into, even if you're praying. Now, 
People know how to push your buttons to get a rise out of you. You gotta learn not to let those buttons be pushed by staying positive and not getting mad. Because let me tell you something, Saints, life is too short to get mad anyways. Because getting mad, what have you accomplished? Nothing. The problem is still there. Now you got guilt. Now you got stress of trying to make up. And yet you had the original stress that's going on. It's better that we try to control our stress and not make more. But that's what the devil wants you to do. He's in your ear egging you on when you're fighting. He's telling, oh no, she didn't. Oh no, she didn't. Oh no, he didn't. Oh no, he didn't. And you're buying it and then feeding off what he's giving you. I remember the story that sometimes arguments, you argue over the stupidest thing. I was watching, I like adults from TV shows because they actually do teach things. And as I was watching this, it was a, uh, an episode on Little House on the Prairie. Jonathan and Alice were arguing a bad argument over something stupid, something, and I'll explain what that is in a minute. And it was hurting the sun, and it got to the point where they went in front of the judge and started talking divorce. Well, they got so mad in front of the judge that he started hearing things that she didn't even said. And they were talking about, you said, she said, he said, you said, he said, she said, she said. And all of a sudden, Charles Ingalls starts laughing. And so does Carolyn, after a few minutes, as she's trying to calm down. Because he was explaining, because they asked, why are you laughing? Because he said, you said, she said. You said, she said you were stupid. But no, she didn't say you said that. And then they all started laughing. See, sometimes our arguments are over stupid things and they can be discussed and helped if we all learn to control ourselves and discuss them. Alright? Now, the second thought. We'll find in Proverbs 23, 7. Proverbs 23, verse 7. Proverbs 23, verse 7. And it says, For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, says he to thee, but his heart is not with thee. The second thought is, think encouraging thought. As the scripture just showed us, as he thinks in his heart, so is he. So if you're thinking positive, you're going to have positive thoughts on the situation, no matter what the situation is. If you're thinking negative thoughts, you're going to have a negative situation on what it is. Perfect example. 
another anecdote. I'm a big Star Trek fan. And towards the wrapping up Enterprise, the last um, two seasons, well, the last, the, well, two seasons before the last season started with them going to another culture that sent this probe and it killed over five million people and some loved ones on the Enterprise some of their loved ones and they were sent on this mission to go talk to this group called the Zindi and the Zindi was fed information about this culture and said that they were going to destroy them that they had to make a weapon and destroy their earth before they are destroyed and these people that were telling the Zindis were time travelers or manipulation people in time and they were trying to stop the problem because they knew what the future held for Star Trek and the Star Trek thing as we know it and they were trying to destroy it so they would have control of the timeline and they were using the Zindi to do this now it's important here even in life we have people come to us she said he said you said said you said this and it gets us mad but before we get angry and go fight we need to go talk to the person and discuss what's being said sometimes it's like what's going on it's another call, another person trying to cause problems to take control of an area or a situation we can't let that happen if you got a problem with somebody go live with positive thinking and discuss it with them and you may find out that they didn't even said what they said alright now how you enter a discussion is the best way and the best way is entering it with a positive attitude not a negative one because if you go into a situation to be negative you're going to find out everything's going to be negative if you go into a situation that is positive you're positive it's going to be a positive situation it may not change the outcome like you like but it would be positive in what's going on and how we need to do it all right matter of thinking just like it said if a man thinks who he is that's who he is that's who he becomes if you're negative you're going to become a negative man if you're a faithful positive man you're going to be a faithful positive man if you read the word of God every day and live it and be positive you'll be a person that lives by the Bible like we're supposed to and be positive in that living no matter what comes our way now the third thing we're going to find in the book of Genesis chapter 31 book of Genesis chapter 31 book of Genesis chapter 31 And we're going to look at verse 2. 
book of Genesis 31 verse 2 and it says and Jacob beheld and conscience of Liban and behold it was not towards him as before let's go to verse 1 and he heard the words of Laban's son saying Jacob has taken away all that was ours father and of that which was our father's has he gotten all his glory and Jacob beheld the conscience of Laban and he behold it was not towards him as before so he hears Laban listening to his sons exactly what I just said he's listening to this negative negativity and it caused Laban to think less of um, Jacob than before. Seal it up with a smile. Your face reveals your feelings. Jacob noticed Laban's attitude towards him was not what it has been. So when you see someone coming against you, Keep a smile on your face because you're going to find out that in the end, Leban, people of the world, and his sons of the world are going to try to get you upset. And if they come mad and they see you getting mad, it's going to feed their anger. But if you smile, it's going to calm them down. And that's why it's very important for us to go into a situation confronting them just like Levin was trying to do, but he was mad, he was even mad about it. But if we go into the situation calm, it will be dealt, dealt with calmly. If you go into a situation smiling, it will be dealt with smiling. So how can we build an infancy in communication? First, by realizing God's made us and we have a choice and that choice is not to get mad and then we got to figure out how to deal with the anger and confront the person that's what we learned in today and we learned how to deal with the anger is by being positive and go talking to the person with a smile no matter what the outcome is and you will find that you will build a trust and intimacy in communication that God wants you to have. You know, God's got to be mad at us every day. Because we all sin and come short of the glory of God. We shouldn't, but we do. It's time for us the saints to stop sinning against God. And have this beautiful trust and intimacy in our communications with Him. He still loves us. He still takes care of us. He don't bless us with the sin. But if we come and ask for the forgiveness and, and really repent, He will. He's there for you. Alright? And approach each situation humanly and spiritually with a positive attitude. Leave negativity at home. When the devil tries creeping in to try to get you to think negative, Laugh at him and get positive. Alright? So we came now to the end of the podcast. And let's pray. I mean the end of the Bible study. Let's pray. 
Dear Heavenly Father, we just ask you to help us, Lord, with this podcast. I mean, this Bible study that we learned right now, Lord. We just ask you to help us deal with everything with positivity and not negativity, Lord. Where things, where you can work on people. And Lord, we just ask you to help us with this too. We ask you in Jesus' name and the things of God say, Amen and Amen. Alright, let me get a drink here. A drink of Gatorade. Oh. Now I'm going to share with you the prayer request segment. And there is ways to send messages to me. Again, go to go to um, God's Internet Church Group on Facebook. Type in that name. Join. I'll add you when it's time. And you can leave a prayer request in the post thing. So the group can pray for you. And that we can pray for you. Or you can go to God's Internet Church Podcast on the different platforms that you're listening on right now. And step and leave a message through there. We'll get it. Or you can look up Ronald Weaver for Messenger. And uh, it should have a Star Trek theme picture. And leave your prayer request to that if you're a group listening. Because I, like I said, I do post this on Facebook afterwards. It's, and it can be played and aired there too. And send a message if you need a message. And we'll try to get a better way. A phone number you can call or something for these messages in the next weeks or so. But this is the way we're going to do it for now. The only prayer request I have right now is my dad. Um, he has an aneurysm on his heart. I think he was supposed to go to the doctor sometime this week. I'm not sure. I got a call and get an update on that. Um from him and to find out what's going on with his heart right now they're not considering operation because it's not small it's small enough it's like one and a half or something like that but if it grows to two and a half they're going to have to uh, go in there and operate and take care of it but we're going to ask God to go inside tonight today and remove that his name is Jim Weaver James Weaver or Jim Weaver and Yes, he's my dad. Um, we're going to pray for that right now. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I lift up my dad to you right now, Jim Weaver. I just ask you, Lord, to take your hands and go inside that body to where that aneurysm is on his aorta, Lord. You have the great, you're the great architect. You're the great creator. Lord, you can go in there and fix what's wrong with this body. We just ask you to go in and stop this aneurysm from growing. Or take it away, Lord, and make it disappear. And Lord, we just ask you to all this in your precious Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Now, I want to share with you a story. From a Sunday school 
weekly journal, Practical Christian Living um, leaflet. And, and it's designed to teach us in a different way what God has on, you know, his heart. So we're going to look at this story called A Message in Song. A Message in Song. <clears throat> then I'll give my thoughts on it. And this is a true story by Inger Lochin. I didn't come down here to work, Linda said. I came, I come to hear from God. The thin, dark haired, strange, single woman then com commandeered the one Adderdak chair by the bay as the wilderness camp by summer husband. I were and I were developing and directing. She sat in the sun, sun with her Bible in front of her and a cup of coffee in one hand starting into the green blue water, staring into the green blue water and waiting for a word from God. During the next couple of days, I glanced at her direction as I walked past with my list full of tasks and accomplished. It was the weekend between camp sessions, and all volunteer staff was getting, getting ready for the arrivals of nearly a hundred campers. The following week, there were vegetables to be chopped, dishes to do, laundry to fold, and camp craft supplies to help organize. Staff also enjoyed free time when they congregated on the dock for swimming, in the afternoon by the fire pit and at dinner. Linda faithfully kept to her post in the green chair when she wasn't wandering up and up to the dining hall for meals or for to replenish her coffee. Two days passed and apparently she still had not heard from God. The next afternoon I looked out of the dining dining hall window and saw Crystal, the profound disabled daughter of our camp, Cook, wander over and sit near Linda Crystal, who was a young adult and looking like a young child, spending her days collecting sticks down by the rocky shores and rarely spoke when she didn't see use only a few words. Crystal loved gospel music and would often hum and bob her head back and forth in times when the song in her head. Linda came to find, find me with a puzzled look on her face. You won't believe what I just happened. Tell me about it, I said. Crystal came over and sat down near me and she started singing. Yes, she does that. I often hear her soft humming as she wandered around collecting sticks. So I didn't think that was unusual. So she was singing words. What was the singing? All the words to the chorus of free freely, 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 you have received. She said, 
with a puzzled look on her face. The words of the gospel song that says, Because we receive, we are to freely give, roll through my mind, as did the words of Jesus who told us, Give, a, give as freely as you have received. Matthew 10, 8. Linda's eyes opened wider as if she just made a deep connection. Do you think this is God talking to me? She asked. Yes, I think it is. It was hard to keep from smiling. Linda and had heard from God, and she knew that she was she was to do. She got up from the green anorak deck chair and began to take part in life of the camp. God has many ways to talk to each of us, including having a girl who barely speak bring a message in a song. What's the point of the story here? Is this. Sometimes we're waiting on God, but we're not really listening. Sometimes God's going to give us thoughts from his Bible word for the day. And sometimes he gives it through a girl that can't really speak but hums songs. And that's how God helped her find what she was supposed to be learning. And it taught her to get up and help these people instead of waiting on me all the time. Don't get wrong, God didn't want her to stop waiting on him. But God spoke to her in a special way. And God does that. People often ask me, my mom, ask me, how do I come up with the sermons I do or the Bible studies I do? Well, let me tell you something, saints. Sometimes God gives me a spoken word into my thoughts. Sometimes it's something a minister would say, which was what happened last Sunday night services. I was listening to Gabriel Swagger on Sunlight Broadcasting Network, and he took me to a thought. Something he said took me to a sermon. Sometimes God leaps something out of the Bible when the minister's preaching. Or sometimes, like yesterday, as I'm sitting watching some kind of TV show, something will come. And else will come. And this pops in my head, and I know it's from God. And then I sit there and thank Him. Why? Because we got to learn when we're waiting on the Lord not to look too hard of listening. But looking and waiting for Him to speak. A lot of the Old Testament people, and sometimes this happens without me doing this, sit there and say, Lord, here's your servant. Speak. And don't try hard to listen. Just listen. Just sit there quietly. You know, and even some ministers don't get their message until minutes before they go on the air or on the pulpit to preach. 
And let me tell you something, saints. You gotta trust God to give you the message when He wants. And when He gives it to you, you gotta go out and do it. Hallelujah. Well, we came now to an end of the podcast for today. I'd like to thank you for being part of it. And if it's being a blessing to you, share it with other people. I know we got a new platform now and a new thing before it was in segments. And I tried doing it in segments yesterday, but I find it better that if I do it as one big segment. And just keep on going. And because, you know, things can get quenched if you just stop and do something else. But if you do it all together at the same time and let the the, uh, the time go, God knows what he's going to do. And what have we learned here today? We learned from the Bible study that we got to trust God and be positive and not get angry when people are arguing at us. Try to control our temper. Go into a situation positive and smile during that time and God will help it out no matter what the situation is and we also learn that sometimes we just got to sit still and not listen too hard but listen and let God speak to you don't concentrate too hard just listen and God if you're willing to listen God will speak to you and just wait for him Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And sometimes she'll lose the, use the Bible or sometimes she'll use this, like this girl that hums the Christian things. God showed her what to do. We just got to learn to listen better. Well, we came to the end of the podcast. I'd like to say God bless you. Thank you for joining us. And Lord, we just ask you to be with us as we go our separate ways. We ask you, Lord, to help us take these two thoughts of ministry that I did today. Help us apply it to our lives and use it for your glory. And Lord, I ask you to be with everybody. In Jesus' name, amen. I want you guys to love one another, take care of one another, look out for one another, and let God guide you. I'm your host, Pastor Ron Weaver. See you next time on God's In The Nature's Podcast, episode number four. And God bless you, and thank you for joining. And have a good day.